Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be a great actor on stage or television? Do you wish you had an acting coach to help you get to the next level? Or maybe you just have a great idea for a movie, series, or play, but aren't quite sure where to start? Well, you are in the right place, my friend. My name is Sam Prince, and I am the director of a production company here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and have been an actor for over 30 years. I've directed and written plays and screenplays and taught many acting classes. This podcast is your place to learn how to move forward with your career in acting, theater, film, playwriting, screenwriting, and much more. There will be inspiring conversations with special guests as well. So welcome to the Creativatorium Podcast and action! Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Creativatorium Podcast. This is solo episode number five. Wow. Had so many great guests, and in between those, the solo episodes. And I love to do them because, you know, they're, they're just, I'm just sharing personal experiences, y'all. And this one, we're going to talk about some do's and don'ts of when you're producing your own play. And this this goes for, you know, the newbies who, you know, who are doing their very first one. But I still feel like it applies to the community theaters that have been around for 30, 50 years. These are all just great tips for anyone producing a play. And I'm calling this part one because I really want to do this after everyone. I'm sure it's going to be different. And there's going to be different do's and don'ts and learning experiences and mistakes and failures and successes. So I'm looking forward to this being a, a nice series. But let's get right into it. Let's let's start with the don'ts first. All right. Because, you know, it's always good to end on a positive note, right? So my first don't is don't fall in love with the shiny theater. And what I mean by the shiny theater is, you know, there's a lot of really great theaters out there in the world, right? And some of them are great and beautiful and expensive. And that was one of, one of the traps that I fell into. I, uh, Really fell in love with a theater here in West Michigan before I even knew how much it was. And, you know, I don't think that they had really done a lot of theater as I was proposing. So they kind of had to put a package together. And it was a theater that, you know, no one really, it was a really big secret. Um, And I don't want to get into the specifics and, and call it out, but. Um, because the people were amazingly great and the theaters was amazingly great. It was just amazingly expensive (laughs) to put it bluntly. And, but I had already fallen in love with the place. You know, I had already envisioned the play there, 
you know, I'd already thought about, you know, where the actors were going to go, you know, before I even signed on the dotted line. And that was my mistake. <clears throat> I fell in love with it. And, you know, the play went fine. Everything went great. But it was a hit on the pocketbook and the budget, you know. And the rental theater, if you have to rent a theater, is pretty much your biggest cost, you know. You know, besides paying the actors and crew, I feel like that is way up there on the list as your biggest cost. So you want to make sure that it fits within your budget and that you don't blow your budget out. The second time that we did Frederick was at a theater that was much, well, you know, they actually, well, no, I'm sorry. It's definitely much smaller <laughs> and more outside of town. So it's more, you know, more traveling. Uh, and, but it was much more affordable. You know, and, and the theater was, was quaint and the people were great. Uh, but, again, it was, it was farther away. And, you know, the, the size of, of it was, was a lot smaller. But it still worked, and it went great. It went really, really great. And, but see, those are all learning lessons for me. You know, do you, do you choose the theater that's a little farther away and less expensive? You know, people, you know, fortunately won't want to travel as opposed to one that's right there downtown, uh, accessible, you know, but more expensive, you know, these are things you have to consider and really, really think about. I wouldn't change anything that I did because, again, it was all learning experiences and they all went well. So I cannot complain. But the, the rental of the theater is definitely something that will always be forefront on my mind, you know, going forward and, and making sure I choose the right spot. Little tidbit, I uh, will be doing a Halloween kind of horror type of party event in Muskegon. And uh, my good friend, I'm going to call her out. Nancy Beringa, um was nice enough to make the place affordable, you know, and, and I think she's always made it affordable. And that that's very important you know, to me. And that's and I, I very gracious and and humble and thankful for, for her for just you know, having that relationship and for her allowing us to have this in Halloween, you know. I just can't emphasize enough to make sure that you choose the right spot. That spot is a perfect spot to do what we want to do for Halloween. And the other two spots for Frederick are also perfect spots. You just have to make sure that they fit in your budget. I think I've 
hammered that point home. <laughs> All right, number two. Do not spend dollars on marketing that you don't have to. I know that sounds kind of commonsensical, but you know we, we find ourselves falling into those traps and spending money that we that we don't necessarily need to. For example, when I was first starting in Frederick, there was a couple marketing places that I had talked to and both of them wanted, you know, these upfront monies, you know, just to start, I don't know. I, I just, I feel, I feel uncomfortable about those situations, you know, and I, I fell into a couple of those situations and then you don't really get what you feel like you return on your investment back. You know, you're just throwing money at them immediately so my advice is just don't do that, you know. Half down, tops. Marketing is such a touchy subject, you know, because it's hard to do by yourself. But you don't want to pay an arm and a leg to do it. So just be careful out there, y'all. You know, just do your due diligence. You know, if if this, this person comes, you know, reputable, recommended by your, your trusted friends, then... You know, maybe what I'm saying is wrong in that scenario. You know, you, you go ahead and you 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 take that leap of faith with them because you know that they are reputable and they're gonna they're gonna market your play and product well. But if you don't, or if you you you're you're hesitant, you know, trust your judgment and you know, have a conversation with them. You know, look, you know. This is what I'm looking for, you know. I'd like to see what you can do first. You know, show me show me some examples of some marketing that you can do for me, you know. It's a toughie. It really is a toughie. And I'm not, I'm not, please don't think I am trying to downplay or put in, in a negative light, you know, marketing and SEOs and, and all the people that do marketing because they, they know what they're doing. There's some that don't. Okay? Let's just be honest. In every every field, there's some that, you know, aren't as good as others. So do your due diligence. Make sure you choose the right ones. And make sure that they also fit in your budget and that, you know, what you, you know, have them give you a budget of what they plan on doing for you. And then you, then you take a look at that. Okay, that's reasonable. Uh, that's a little too much. We're going to scale this down. What can we do, you know? I am looking for two types of creative cats. I'm looking for people who want to learn how to act or want to improve their acting skills. I provide acting and audition coaching for every level. But I'm also looking for all those creative cats out there who have a play or a screenplay idea, or maybe you're just stuck and need help writing your masterpiece. I can help you with that too. Just go to samber.productions. That's S-A-M-B-E-R.productions and click coaching and 
all your options are right there. And we will achieve your goals together. It's never too late. All right, let's go. With one company, I just never had that. You know, I never had like a complete marketing plan when they said, okay, this is what it's going to cost you. It was more like, you know, send this $1,500 and then, you know, we'll get to work. And it's like, hmm, that's a lot of money, you know, in, in my eyes. So, yeah, do your due diligence. Facebook ads. They are effective. Facebook is very popular. We know that. But how you design the ad and who you target market to is so extremely important. You can waste hundreds of dollars on Facebook ads and not get the return that you want. Trust me. You can. You have to do it the right way. I suggest uh, Facebook has, I think, what they call ad managers where you can actually talk to a person and they can guide you through the exact target market you want. You know, they, they ask you questions on, you know, what your event is, who you want to hit. They go through all that and they specifically design the ad for you. Much better than we can do on our own. So I definitely suggest speaking to them. Uh, and once I did that, it was a whole new ball game. There's probably friends too. I, I actually, a friend of mine who's actually in the play started my thinking of that. He was like, listen, man, are you, how are you doing your Facebook ads? Okay, well, this is how you should be doing them. I'm going to give you a little pointers, but speak to Facebook directly and really get it targeted the right way. So definitely do that. On everything, you know, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Speak to the right person so that you are getting the best bang for your buck on that marketing. Because marketing is key, you know, that's, you know, we got the, the rental cost, if you have to, the rental cost of the theater or, you know, establishment, wherever you're putting on your play or performance. You know, the, the pay of the crew and the actors, those are two major costs. But marketing is the third one, you know. Marketing is a big number three. You can't, you can't fill the seeds without advertising. It's very, very tough. So, but you want to make sure you do it the right way. And get you a marketing budget up front. Say, okay, this is how much I want to spend. And then figure out the best way to do that. Now, a lot of it can be done yourself. You know, if, you, if you're graphically inclined, you can design your own ads. I'm not. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not. So I need some help with that. And I have great help with that. But you can save yourself some money if you're, if you're talented. So... Think about all those things. Marketing is big, though. All right. The number three and last don't. Do not let anyone else be in charge. And what I mean by that is the buck should start with stop with you. 
if this is your production, if you're the director, there has to be some point where if there is a conflict, confusion, you got to figure something out lighting-wise, you are the one that makes that last decision. Don't share it with anybody. Don't, you know, co-direct. I don't really don't recommend that. And that's a, that's always a hard thing for me to learn because I'm not really one to, you know, you know, demand or or you know, be all strong and you know what I mean, harsh. And I was never harsh, I don't think, but you have to make that decision. You know, like for example, uh, we had some lighting issues and a couple people had, you know, their opinions on what we should do. And I had to just come in and say, okay, we, we're going to do it like this, you know? And that's just one example of many where, you know, you just, you, you have to make everybody aware that the bug stops with me, you know, but you have to, you have to make those decisions. And so we don't need to go on and on about this one. Just make sure that everybody knows that in a nice way, you are the president. You, you, you have the veto power. The do's, the positives ones. These are fun. Do choose the best actors and crew. And I know that sounds pretty silly. And, duh, but it's so important. As much as you can, do not sell your actors or your crew short. Get the best ones you can. If you can't find that one role, keep looking. And, you know, if, if you have to, I hate to say settle, because <laughs> actors are actors and they are my people but if you have to have that actor who is not the best you know it's all right you, you know sometimes they're teachable and they you know from from day one to day 100 they can be amazing but just try and get the best actors and the best crew you know the best lighting people sound people that you can possibly get stage managers you know crew hands it's very important, very, very important. And you want them to be with you in your mission and, and to treat it seriously. So that, that's the number one thing I say. Make sure you pick the best of the bunch. Number two, do everything you can to make this play performance amazing. That's within your realm and ability. And what I mean by that is you you want to entertain your audience. You know, you want them to come away and say, wow, that was pretty darn cool. I am so glad I spent an hour, two hours here today. That was great. You want them you want them moved. You want them entertained. Laughing, crying, amazed, moved something don't just don't pick if if don't pick something boring 
You know, like, don't, for example, I wanted to do a Frederick Douglass play beginning of last year. And I really wanted to, I didn't want to write anything. I wanted to just find one that was great and we would do that. So I found two that were one act, one man plays. So it was just Frederick Douglass by himself on stage talking for like 40, 50 pages. And I just thought that that was the boringest thing I had ever heard of. I'm sorry to be... I do not mean to be disrespectful to their authors. I do not mean to be that. But to me, I would not want to go see one man on a stage for two hours. Or not even an hour. I mean, just, just me personally. I know there's been one man, one woman shows that have been awesome. But I feel like those had other elements. You know, like Mike Tyson had one, but I think he had, you know, video clips and images behind him and maybe some music. You know, it, now as we took speaking it through, if, if there was a Frederick Douglass that had images behind him and, and music and some other imagery you know that that might be I might be okay with that you know like Bruce Springsteen I guess he had a, a one-man show but he was playing songs in between and, and and he probably had some visual stuff with with him too so I just feel like if you're gonna do a one person show there's got to be some ad additional things but I to me I didn't want to do that so that's when I found AC Cargill's play. And it had other people involved, you know, his wife, both his wives, Abraham Lincoln, Susan B. Anthony. And I was like, okay, here we go. Now we're talking. I wanted more, I wanted more than one person. I wanted the people around Frederick Douglass's life to be involved in the play. And not just him talking about them. So that's what I'm saying. And I mean to your amazing. You know, what you feel is, is amazing. Someone, I actually spoke to one of the authors of one of those one-man plays. And he really loved his play. And I, was, and I respect him for that. And he, he he went on and on about how he's had a few productions of that play. Actually, more than a few. I think he said like 20 or 30 productions of that play in its lifetime. And that they've all been amazing. And that this one person memorized 50 pages of dialogue. It's amazing. It really is. It really is. But that's not my amazing. <laughs> that's my point. That 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 is amazing in itself. But that is not amazing, so amazing for me to produce that. I wanted more. I wanted more characters. I wanted my amazing. So you, you figure out what your amazing is. Make sure it entertains. Make sure it's going to move people. 
Make sure they're not going to leave there and say, man, that, that was a waste of time. You don't want that. Just make it amazing. All right, last one. Do delegate. Especially if you're acting in it. But even if you're not, delegation is very key to your success if you play. I said before, you know, how, you know, you want to let everyone know that you're in charge, but that doesn't mean you can't delegate. And uh, the second time that I did Frederick, I really learned that. I really, you know, got a stage manager. I was acting in it too, so I needed that help. And, you know, my I, th I think my lighting designer also knew that I needed him to step up and do some things outside of his realm of, of lighting. And he did that. And, you know, as I think about it, you know, I don't really remember saying, I'm going to call him out because he's my boy. Hey, Donald, I need your help with stuff besides lighting. He just kind of knew it. You know, we, we had some conversations and he just stepped up and did it. And, you know, that's true delegation right there when people just know what to do, what extra they need to do, what what holes are need to be filled. And it may not be in their expertise, but if they know how to fill that hole, let's do it. Those are the people that you need. It's so, so, so important. And, you know, along with this goes, if you are acting in the play, you definitely have to delegate, like I just said. But if you're recording it, my advice is to record it at a performance. And I know that's tough. It's going to be tough if you have an audience, especially if you have a big audience where you put the cameras and, and all that stuff. But I feel that me personally, we recorded our play the last rehearsal day, right before the first day of the show. And there was so much on my mind that I don't feel I gave myself the best performance. And I know I did not. Because that opening night and those next two nights, I feel my performance was much better. But I had so much on my mind that rehearsal day. So that's my point. If you're going to be in the play as well and you're recording, your best performances are going to be when there's no nothing in your mind anymore. You know, once it's showtime, it's showtime. You know, whatever was worrying you that day before that dress rehearsal, it, 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 it's showtime. <laughs> if it happens, it happens. But you're so worried about that night before and there's so many things on your mind and it, you know it's already the the night before so everybody's kind of nervous and 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 you know making you know, i don't want to say edgy but you know just you know you're just you're anxious so those things are on your mind as opposed to the show time where you just can focus on acting and everybody else is doing their job and you just focus on your role. And I, the 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 film production still came out great. Still, it really did. I'm just speaking for me personally. 
and my portrayal was better when I had nothing on my mind. Just a piece of advice for you, for those who are acting and producing. All right. Well, there we go. We got three of each, and I hope they were helpful. I hope, and, you know, they're definitely coming from the heart and definitely coming from personal, real, real relevant right now experience. So thanks, y'all. I appreciate you listening. Can't wait for you to see who we got coming up. I'm not going to even tell you. I'm just going to surprise you. Peace, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you for listening to the Creativatorium Podcast. Again, my name is Sam Prince, and it is my honor to be your host, and thank you so much for listening. I would also be honored if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts and say some nice things about what you just heard. And definitely please listen every week. We come out every Tuesday. Also, for more information about coaching classes, workshops, and upcoming productions, please check out our website, samber.productions. That's S-A-M-B-E-R dot productions. And you can also subscribe to our newsletter. And remember, all the world's a stage. Mm-hmm.